is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline of SystemsForSelfCare.com, where I teach you to consistently take daily action so you can create the life that you want. Super excited. This is the first time in two weeks that uh, Dear Jameson has been in the office with me. It's been two very hard weeks, but she is probably about 95% better um, moving around, eating her food, um, currently walking around my office, sniffing, looking for snacks. Um, but she's doing so much better. So we're so grateful. She still has a little bit of the vertigo of the old dog, old dog syndrome, a little dizzy. Um, and we just have kind of like a harness on her to help guide her or like help her, uh, get up and down steps, but we just have to be really vigilant about <laughs> keeping her by us. So, but anyways, it's really great to have her back and it just, you know, reminds me to make sure that I am appreciating the time that I have with her. So anyways, let's get started with today's episode. Um, this is a problem that I know a lot of people have. Maybe you, you've had it. It's something that I've definitely struggled with in the past. And then was like, Jack, we need to figure something out. And that is um, yo-yoing or doing this triangle of being consistent with running and then maybe being consistent with strength training um, and then being a couch potato. So kind of doing that triangle of great, I'm running. That's cool. Okay. The race is done. Um, now I'm going to go back to being a couch potato, or now I'm going to start this new DVD workout program back when people had DVDs just a few years ago, or I'm going to start meeting with a personal trainer. I'm going to go to a group fitness class, or I'm going to download this PDF from a personal trainer or purchase this online program, whatever it is, some sort of fitness program that's around strengthening your body. So you should do that run a race, couch potato, strength training, run a race. But I never, like, I could never figure out a way to actually be running and also be strengthening my body. It was either one or the other. Um, and I've talked to a lot of people, they struggle with this too. They're, they spend so much time running that the thought of having to like strengthen their body or do their PT exercises, do their physical therapy exercises. It's like, oh my gosh, another thing that I have to do. That was my thing. Like, you know, I'm spending so much time and energy and willpower to get myself to go for a run. It's like, I just don't have any of that left to do the strengthening part. Right. And so what I needed to create was a way for me to be consistent. And so what I did was actually March of 2020, before I knew that the pandemic was going to happen, I was kind of looking at like, should I join a gym? Do I need a personal trainer? Should What should I do? Because I know that I need to do something um, for my body. And I ended up, I was like, Jacqueline, you can figure this out. <laughs> um, those are, those are my best times when I get so frustrated and like, man, there's no other answers out there. I bet I can figure something out and I can create something. And that's what I did. I created a little movement menu and, um, basically it just helps me, uh, pick workouts that I want to do. And it is the most consistent that I've ever been with lifting, solo lifting and strengthening my body while also running and doing fun things and it not like taking care, uh, taking over my entire life. So what I'm going to teach you today is four things that I've done that have helped me actually stay consistent with solo lifting. So it's April that I'm recording this. So yeah, it's been about 
12, 13 months of being consistent with lifting weights. This is the most consistent that I've ever been. I've spent thousands and thousands of dollars on personal trainers, group fitness classes, DVDs. I probably have like 10 different DVDs and downloads from the internet on strength training. Um, my little movement menu and my 15 minute workouts is the most consistent that I have ever been. And I don't foresee myself stopping that. So let's get into it today. So number one, the first thing that has helped me be consistent with solo lifting or strength training is decreasing the time expectations and just setting a timer for 15 minutes. That's it. So this kind of draws from the idea of zone of proximal development. I've talked about this in past episodes. You have um, something that you are able to do on your own that's within your comfort zone. You know how to do it. And then outside of that, a little bit outside of your comfort zone, is what you're able to do when you have help or you have guidance, you have a teacher, you have a trainer, you have a coach, right? And then outside of that is stuff you're not able to do no matter what just yet. But a lot of times people will go in the workout with a personal trainer, you know, for 60 minutes and then they're expected to do 60 minute workouts on their own and then it doesn't happen. And then they feel really bad about themselves. Like, why can't I get myself to do this? And it's like, right, because you are going to meet a person in person for 60 minutes. That person is you know, it's peer pressure. You're like, cool. I don't want to disappoint the person I'm with. And I'm just going to say, peace out. I'm done with this, you know, this personal training session, but you will do more when you're right next to a person, but you still need to be able to do stuff on your own. Because what if there's a pandemic and you're not able to go to a group fitness class or go meet with a personal trainer? So how do we do that? How do we shrink it down? What, what can we expect you to be able to do on your own? Now I'm someone who struggles with attention and focus at times, and what's really worked for me is setting a timer for 15 minutes. So even though I might go to a group fitness class and the class is 45 minutes, or if I'm lifting with Paul, I might be able to lift for 30 minutes. And yesterday I talked about running. If I'm running with a group, I can run longer distances and I can run faster than when I'm on my own. So like taking that idea, Jacqueline or person listening, can you just lift or strengthen your body for 15 minutes a day? Decrease your expectations of what you're able to do on your own. Do just 15 minutes a day, but do it every day. Mix it up, do different body parts. So some days, um, well, actually I'll get to that in a second, but that is, so the, the first thing is just set a timer for 15 minutes and just do it every day. 15 minutes, remember there are 1,440 minutes in a day. 15 minutes is such a small percentage. It is a blip. It is a tiny dot in your day. You have time for 15 minutes. Okay. Number two is have a menu of options and then pick the movements that you actually like and write a quick plan. So I know there's kind of a lot in there, but so what I did was I created a movement menu. And actually this was really helpful because this was the, one of the other uh, pain points that I had was my body was in pain last year. I was struggling with my knee and with my hip and I knew that I needed to strengthen my body. But I would look at DVD programs that I had purchased in the past or other plans, whatever. And it was like, you know, do burpees or do lunges. And it was like, when I do lunges, my hip pinches. I can't do lunges without feeling in pain. I don't want to do burpees. Okay, cool. I guess I'm not doing any of this workout. And so that kept happening. And I was like, you got to figure something out. So what I did was I made a little menu of options. Jacqueline, what moves can you actually do to work on your quads? 
What moves can you and will you actually do to work on your hamstrings? What will you actually do to work on your calves? What will you actually do to work on your core, your biceps, your shoulders, your back, whatever, right? And so I made this little menu. It's so basic, but having this menu of options, um, it helps me be able to create a, a workout on my own. So I don't have to like think like, oh, what should I do today? It's like, I just look at the menu. I'm like, okay, cool. Here are the moves that I actually will do. So I don't pick burpees because I hate burpees. I'm not trying to punish myself. I want to increase the likelihood that I'm actually going to show up for the workout. So I'm going to pick things that I actually want to do. Right. And then I just like write it quick. So an example of what a 15 minute workout would look like for me, or I kind of help my clients create for themselves. I might set a timer for two minutes and just do flexi. And I flexi is just, I might do like uh, snow angels on the ground or against the wall. I might stretch my back. I might do downward dog. I might do just move my body. I might do arm circles. I call that flexi. And then I might set a timer for six minutes and I might do 20 squats and then 20 lunges, which I'm able to do now, 20 squats and then 20 lunges and then 20 deadlifts. And I might do that for six minutes. And then the next six minutes, I might do uh, 10 push-ups and then 10 jumping jacks and 10 biceps curls, bicep curls. I don't know. I'm just making this up right now. And then, so that's two, uh, two plus six, that's eight, right? Eight plus six, that's 14. I just have one more minute that I need to use up. I might plank for one minute, plank and rest is needed. So that's 15 minutes. That's my 15 minute workout. Um, so what do we talk about so far? Decrease the amount of time, your expectations on time for how long you have to be strengthening your body, be doing stuff with your body um, to use the movement menu and pick moves that you actually will do. Don't pick the moves that you think are the hardest or that you should do. I remember I was teaching a client about this and she's like, oh, I will do, um, shoot, I can't think of mountain climbers because I hate mountain climbers. And I was like, I could tell like, okay, cool. So she thinks this, this workout is supposed to be punishment. Let me do the work, the, the moves that I hate the most. And I'm like, no, I will. I actually, I know it sounds weird that I want you to do the moves that you actually like doing, because if you actually like doing the workout, you'll actually do it. And then we can increase and you can do more complex or, you know, more challenging moves or moves that you don't really like doing, but you know, are good for you. But like, let's just start out and create this habit of you consistently strengthening your body. And we'll get to that stuff later. Okay. So it was one and two. Number three, we talked about this yesterday, but it is so important. Listen to a podcast or music instead of um, something that you don't want to hear. So instead of listening to my thoughts about who knows what, a podcast or music that I like can help me guide my thoughts and like help me enjoy the workout and help me like stay on pace with counting or whatever. The other thing that I really hate about a lot of the uh, DVD programs out there is that you have a trainer yelling and screaming at you that you're not pushing hard enough. You're not doing enough. You need to, oh, you know, summer's summer's here soon. Got to get your arms ready. Like, no, I don't want to hear that crap. I'm so sick of uh, just the, the diet culture and the fat shaming. Like, I don't want to hear that crap. I just want this workout to be enjoyable. I don't want to be thinking about how I don't like my body or I need to fix something about my body. I want to strengthen my body for sure, but I don't want to hear you know, this messaging all the time. I'm so sick of it. Right. So I put on a podcast or music that I like to hear again, this actually motivates me to want to do it. 
Um, Every morning, like I get excited because I know I'm going to get to listen to an episode of Planet Money or an episode of The Indicator. Or once I'm caught up on those, I go into the This American Life archives and I go back and I listen to episodes from like, you know, 14 years ago, right? But like this pairing, pairing working out, pairing lifting with a podcast that I like, it makes me want to work out because I know that I'm going to get to listen to that podcast. Okay. And then number four is color in the 365 habit tracker. This is so key. It is so easy to do. It takes, you know, three seconds to color it in, but it's so affirming. It's so, it's like, ah, yes, look at all this hard work that I've done. You know, Hey, I used to never be consistent with lifting weights. I used to start and stop programs. I used to be super consistent and super over the top for seven days. For seven days, I would do a 45 minute workout and then something in life would happen and I'd fall into a slump and not do anything at all. So it is, it is so satisfying and affirming to look at the 365 habit tracker and see like, oh, wow, look, I lift weight seven days a week or six days a week or five days a week, whatever it is. It is so affirming. It just makes you feel good. You're like, ah, actually I am a consistent weightlifter. I am a consistent exerciser. Actually, I am a strong person, right? Um, it's just, it's just more data, more proof to help you like see that you're doing the things. I know a lot of people, they want to rely on the scale to tell them that they're doing a good job. I don't know that the scale has ever made me feel good about my body, but I will tell you this, that feeling and seeing muscle on my body feels so good. Um, being able to lift heavier weights, that feels so good. That is so satisfying and affirming and empowering. That feels really great. Um, I will say that my body has changed a lot in the good way this past year. I can, like, I'm sitting here right now and just feeling my quads and it's like, I can see the definition. Um, I can see it in my calves. I can see my arms getting bigger and in a good way, bigger. Like I can see the muscle. It feels so good to focus on getting stronger rather than focus on starving myself and, you know, looking at the scale or looking in the mirror and picking out what's wrong with my body. It feels so good to just go do the thing, not worry about the scale or the mirror or whatever, but just like, hey, I'm just going to show up and do these things that feel good. And something that feels good is lifting weights. I don't always love it. There are definitely times, like I talked about yesterday with running, there are times that I don't really want to do it. And then I remind myself to go do it. It doesn't matter that you don't want to do it. You still have to do it. But it feels so good. Like, I think especially right now as I'm being more active, I'm getting more neat and I'm walking around more and being outside. It's like, I really feel this definition in my quads and in my hamstrings. And that's really exciting to get stronger. But again, this has only happened because I've been consistent with lifting weights. This has only happened because I've been consistent with running. This has only happened because I am consistent with moderate healthy eating. Um, I don't track anything when it comes to calories or macros or food. I don't, I don't even track anything when it comes to the weights I'm using or the reps I'm doing. I just show up and uh, lift, lift weights, run, uh, walk, bike for a little bit, take the dog for a walk when she's able to go, eat the five Ps, uh, get a lot of sleep, and wake up the next day and repeat. I probably spend an hour a day 
with intentional movement, but it's kind of broken up where it's the 15 minutes of lifting and the 20 minutes of running and the dog walk and the, um, the bike, but it's, it's probably close to an hour of intentional movement, um, with also just the, the regular walking around in life, but that's it. Like that is how I am sculpting my body. I do not have, I know this was an episode about consistent lifting, but I wanted to say like, I don't have like a, like a goal weight or a goal size or a goal, whatever, because goals are fleeting. I'm just focusing on the process. The process is me showing up and doing the daily actions and feeling good in my body, feeling good, not gross, feeling, feeling powerful, feeling empowered, feeling strong and not weak and not like, I don't know, not feeling bad about things, but those are the four things that have helped me stay super consistent with lifting weights. And they are, remember, decrease your time, your time expectations, just do it for 15 minutes a day, but do it every day, um, have a menu of options and only pick the moves that you actually will do and write a little mini plan. It takes, it literally takes a minute to write a plan. Step three, listen to a podcast or music that you like. Don't listen to someone yelling and screaming at you that you're not doing enough because you're showing up and you're being consistent and that is enough. And then step four is use the 365 habit tracker. If you don't have your copy yet, I don't know why you don't yet, go to systemsforselfcare.com slash 365 habit tracker so you can download your copy of the 365 habit tracker on mine. So this is one I use for um, my episodes that I'm making, but on mine I have, I just have like little spots. So on the first one, it says 15 minutes of lifting. The second one says 15 minutes of biking. And then the last one says running. So it's not, I don't run every day, but I mean, that, that has helped me stay consistent. And I think it help, can help you stay consistent too. So again, go to systemsforselfcare.com slash 365 habit tracker so that you can also be consistent with lifting, with strengthening your body, with doing your physical therapy exercises, with going for walks with your dog and with running. That'll help you feel good, not gross this year. Again, systemsforselfcare.com slash 365 habit tracker. Take care. I will see you in the next one. Bye.